And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Thank you, everyone, for uh, all the comments or the questions and or comments that you've left in the comment section on our Instagram, at Kiss925. Every week, we always post that picture that reads, Ask Razamoka. And, of course, we, uh, in the comments, find someone, actually two people, to join us on the phone. Hello, Mike. Welcome to it. Hey, what's going on, boys? Good. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Um, what is your question for the podcast? Um, okay, so my question is, do you guys have any gym pet peeves? <laughs> okay, we'll go to our gym rat first. Ross, go ahead. Do I? <laughs> We'll get we'll get your answer in a second, Mike. But first, we got to get this one out of the way. Go ahead, Roz. Um, no, I don't have a ton of gym pet peeves. Uh, I go to a gym when I do go to the gym where nobody films, uh-huh. right? Which I find incredibly wonderful. I've never once seen somebody whip out a phone and sure. film themselves. People will whip out a phone because they're watching something or they're tracking i don't know steps or whatever the hell they're doing i don't even know but you never see like a little one of those little tripods on on something that i would never go to a gym where somebody filmed gotcha uh, because i don't want to be in your stupid video right uh, mike go ahead what's your pet peeve all right um i have two so groups of three or more and uh pda oh uh, pda what's what? pda public display of affection oh yeah how did you not know that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I get I get PDA so, confused with VPL. Uh, What's VPL? <laughs> Visible panty line. Oh. Hey. <laughs> so let's go through the first one, Mike. Uh, groups of three. What's your beef with the groups of three? Because they're hogging up all the machines or the free weights? They just take so long, man. Like if uh, it's fine if it's on like a bench because there's like ten of them. But if there's only one of that specific kind of machine, they will be on it forever. Oh, okay. And if they're and if they're older too, it's even worse. Yeah. What's older? I like senior. Like, oh, okay, okay. I know. What, <laughs> what constitutes a senior? Yeah. What, what, like, give us an age for senior. Because Roz got all like, you know. <laughs> what's senior? I, I'm, I'm thinking like sixty plus. Okay. Okay. You're lucky. You're lucky. Okay. You're good. You're good. good and chance. then PDA. Why? Because they're just like it, it's too much in your face, or is it because they're also standing around the machines that you want to use doing that? both man like yeah if i'm doing like a curl or something on a machine and you're right in front of me like arms around her while you're doing your tricep push down like i don't need to see no, that oh it's so yeah, stupid i, I agree oh. that kind of stuff is kind of whack um i uh yeah it's annoying i i never like when somebody takes the dumbbells and then they bring them to a different part of the gym oh yeah right so that's what was gonna be one of my pet peeves is like if you're using the free weights yeah the dumbbells yeah and you take them from let's say the rack you're working out wherever in the gym and then you leave them there and walk away without putting them mm-hmm. back, right? Yes. I think that's kind of rude. I also think it's kind of rude if someone is using like a bunch of dumbbells and you're hogging a lot of them and yes. you just have them around you and you're like, if you walk up to that person and say, hey, do you mind if I borrow whatever, the 25s? And then oh, I'm not done my set yet. 25s? Mm-hmm. Nobody's li- nobody's using the 25s. Oh I do. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Such a liar. Stop it. Those <laughs> things have dust on them in the gym. Nobody uses 25? the 25s. No. That's yeah. so it's too much weight, you'll hurt yourself. Oh, my oh. God. The other thing, and I don't know, Mike, maybe this, yeah, I guess this is, this is another pet peeve, is if someone is using a machine or a bench, right? Mm. A little bit too sweaty. And I know it's not your fault that you sweat. Totally cool, right? Yeah. People sweat in the gym. But when you get up, if your sweat residue is still there and you are done your set and you got to leave, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. at least wipe it down. Right. right, right. I shouldn't have to be the what, one. What if that they wipe it down and, with a sweaty towel? Ooh. No, because usually gyms will have like a paper towel dispenser right. with uh, disinfectant my, spray. My place around. has wet wipes and it, oh, they're see? everywhere, like in big canisters yeah, that, that you just pull off and use. Do that. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't like the one thing that I don't like is the gym that I go to is there's one section where the machines, right? Like mm-hmm. the chest press, bench press, everything else machine, right? Mm-hmm. They face the treadmills. And so there was that one time that I was in the middle of like going from one thing to another thing and I was sitting on the chest press machine Mm -hmm. and I'm right in front of a treadmill and like uh, in between when I went back, like a woman had got on the treadmill and she was like alone. There's like three of us in the gym. <laughs> yeah. And if I sit at that machine, I'm staring directly yeah. at her ass. Yeah, you look like the creep. I look like the creep. But I just happened to be in the middle of my rotation uh-huh. when she walked up and then I couldn't finish. Yeah. Right? Oh, you didn't even go back? <laughs> no. Hell Not at all. No, no, no. When there, no, you no, no. abandoned chest day? I did. Yeah, I, aban- I abandoned chest day because ass. Right? <laughs> and I, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, because I'm just yeah. like the optimist of this right now even if like you go back and look at security footage i was on the machine and then i went to <laughs> another and then i went back even if we did that whole thing i would never expect her to even say something to me but i would die with her feeling that that was the case sure that she thought that even if I- you went and sat down and like closed your eyes for the set no, because she can't see me. Oh, yeah. And still, that would look good even more <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? Like, I need, like, yeah. a sleep mask. <laughs> right? Like, that's, yeah. the, that, that's, the, that's, the only way to, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Maury, what about locker room pet peeves at the gym? Do you have any of those? I don't use the locker room at the gym. You but don't? No, I, I wear my clothes there and oh, to and right. from. Gross. But, I mean, Mocha said that when I was going to, like, because I go to a boot camp, Barry's, where you have to share the weights and the treadmill with the same person. You go back and forth. You go to a gym, not a boot camp. Well, it's a boot. It's, it's not boot camp. Boot camp it's in is the name. That's why camp. I say yeah, it. it's I in the name. And it's a it's a marketing tool. It's not boot camp. Be that as it may, it's like you like a coffee shop. I go like when you go to you say co- it's a it's in because the name. It's, a, it's a place that sells coffee. It's a coffee shop. Right. This yeah. is a place. Okay. That so what's trains- your beef with the the gym and the weights? Well, you know, my biggest treadmill. beef is when people say that they're going to boot camp. Mm. That's what my biggest pet peeve is. Well, if that that motivates me when I'm like I'm going to boot camp, you, it helps they, me motivate. Teach you how to like parachute and stuff like that. No, but they 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 whip you into shape. It's a gym. Yes, but a boot camp because you're all together as a class like a boot camp. It's similar to a boot camp. It used to be called aerobics. No, we don't <laughs> do any aerobics. <laughs> so you, what's your pet peeve then? What's your pet peeve? Oh, my pet peeve is when uh, the person I'm sharing the treadmill with doesn't wipe down and it's literally dripping in sweat. Yeah. Like, that is literally my biggest pet peeve. Yeah, well, Jim? I don't like the excessive, like, grunting that uh, guys will do when they're, when they're lifting. Like, like, shut Fair up. Enough. Do you make noise, Maury, when you, when you work I out? I do. You do? Lots of noise. Like what? Because if, like, I'm doing a weight thing or something, I, yeah. I might. But the music's so loud, you can't hear me. But if they stop the right. music, it would be, Shem, do it? <laughs> shout out to Brendan. <laughs> Yeah, all those boot camps with the loud techno music. <laughs> so realistic. <laughs> so realistic. I encourage you to take your shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good day. To, uh, yeah, you too. 
Do you use the locker room at the gym, Mocha? No, because the you gym's so close huh? to where I live. Yeah. I can just um, change. Actually, no. There's another gym that I go to. Yes, I use the change room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always Why do, do you, Roz? I, I don't know. I go in. I have a locker. Yeah. Why not? I keep my gym stuff there. Uh-huh. And so I don't have to carry anything with me. Right? I don't have to go home first. It's just like there. I have two changes of clothes in, in my locker, so I'll always just rotate through them. So there's mm-hmm. always something clean that's there. And then I, when I'm done, I go and I take a beautiful shower because their showers are huge. Do they have yeah. nice product? Yeah, they have, um, was it, what's that stuff Loxetane? called? Loxetane? Yeah, they have that. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, and yeah, really super soft towels and like it's glorious. I love, like, I, I love going to the change room. Majority yeah. of my workouts, to be honest with you, are at home. Really? Yeah, huh? I got the Peloton at home. That's right. I bought yeah, the rubber mats to, to put on the ground. Yeah. We got a bunch of weights. I got like from five up to 45 yeah. pound free weight. I got a bench. Yeah. Dude, I home. would love a pellet, but like my plate, it would take up the whole living room. I don't have a yeah, mansion. I don't, like I, don't, I don't have that kind of space for it either. I don't, even, I, I don't even have room for an exocycle in my house. Like nothing. Like I couldn't do it. Uh, Ray says here, who was the radio DJ slash station that your younger selves looked up to? Or listen to. Also, Roz needs to write a cookbook. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> you know, I realize it's very, like, when you write a cookbook, I looked into this. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's very expensive because you need, like, you, you need a food stylist, first of all, right? And you need What's somebody. What's a food stylist? Like, a food stylist are the people who put a plate together so it looks really good in a picture. Oh, okay, right? gotcha. You need, because they you could be- plating. You could be a great cook, but you need a food stylist. Um, and so you have to hire them. And you need to work with somebody who can, like if you have a thing that you do, right? Like if you cook something and not everything is measured out perfectly, like you have to work with somebody whose job it is to break down recipes and mm-hmm. write all the amounts and like all this stuff, right? Like it's, it, that's a job that people, oh, that wow. people do. Um, and, uh, and then all the, all the writing stuff, but all of those jobs that you have to hire people for come out of your own advance, oh. right? So like the, the book company doesn't pay for that. Like they'll buy your cookbook, but you have to pay to produce your cookbook. Gotcha. Right. And that's when it starts getting really, really expensive. Like I assume the person that took the picture for your current book that came out of your advance, right? The payment for the photo, like the photograph. No, they paid for that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they, they pay they pay for that. I've always wondered about this. Maybe you know. If you have a recipe. Yes. It's going to be in your cookbook. Uh-huh. Does it have to be cross-referenced to make sure that your recipe isn't close to another chef's recipe? Does that exist in that world? It should, it, because it, that's what got Jessica Seinfeld in trouble. If um, it, it, Who's Jessica Seinfeld? Who's Jessica Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld's wife. Oh. Okay, if it's somebody's signature sort of recipe, right, where they're they're known for things and it's been in a book, yes, you should, you know, double back, right? Mm-hmm. But there are base basic things that you can't copyright in in a, in a in a recipe, right? Like there's just there's just things you you can't do. So it comes down to how you pair it, the sauce that you put with mm-hmm. it, like all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, you should. It's impossible. 
It is impossible, yeah. literally impossible to cross-reference. Now, there are people that just straight up steal recipes, right? Because they see something that is popular and they will just go and copy it, you know, step by step, everything else. You see mm-hmm. that all the time when you Google something. You're like, this is an exact recipe that is on this other website and it's almost worded the exact same. Yeah. But the ingredients and the amounts are very, very similar. Um, and I don't know if there's a way around that, but I think that you do not because of any sort of legal reason, but because you don't want to look like a hack. Yeah. Right. Like you, don't, you, don't, about, you don't want to get called out. You know, something as simple, quote unquote, simple as like a spaghetti bolognese. Yes. Right. How many recipes exist in how many cookbooks? Infinite. Right. Infinite. Like, how do you differentiate? Like what? Maybe the amount of salt you use if you use salt, the amount of pepper, the amount of sauce that you are creating. Like how do they or is that such like a generic kind of recipe that anyone could use it no matter it is. What amount of stuff you use yeah, to make you, the thing. You can, you can, and you can absolutely claim it as your own. Like you, you just, that's the thing about a cookbook is that you absolutely can, and you can totally claim it as your own. Yeah. Um, and, but again, you know, it's, it's whether you want to be called out as a hack, yeah. right? It, it's like, you know, joke stealing, recipe stealing, like that kind of, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I know firsthand that when Meghan Markle released her cookbook, she stole recipes. Really? Allegedly. <laughs> how many like a bunch i know of one okay i know i know def i, ale- I allegedly i know of i know of one. how has the the <clears throat> original i guess owner of the recipe not said yes. anything or how have we not heard about this because of megan markle and the name that she has in the world um because it was somebody who has not released a cookbook oh okay all right then. It was a family recipe, oh, allegedly. Man. It Megan, was it was what? a it was a casual. Yeah. Hey, do you remember when you brought in those things that your granny made? Yeah, they were really great. Can I get the recipe for those? And then boom, wound up in the cookbook. Oh, allegedly, damn, allegedly. Damn. <laughs> uh, so back to the the first part of Ray's question: Who's your who is the radio DJ slash station that your younger selves looked up to or listened to? Um, Do you have anything like that? Anyone? Yep. Go ahead, Maury. I had two that I grew up when I was younger, younger. It was um, Roger Ashby and Marilyn Dennis. Yeah. And then when I was like getting older and realized I really wanted to get in a race, I was obsessed with Punch Andrews. Who's that? And he was evenings on, at the time it was Mix. Yeah. And like I used to then hang out with him and we went and we started drinking together. He would like... How did you work your way into his life? I'll say when you do everybody I used else. To, no, I used to phone him all the time when I worked at a movie theater. And then he hung out with you? And then we, like, he invited me to, like, you know, be his intern. And then Jeez. we would just start clubbing together and he would drive me home. Clubbing, we would hang out. Clubbing. That's super weird. I brought him to gay bars. That's super weird. Interesting. Yeah. Did your uh, relationship, um, did it uh, progress at all? No, not at all. No, huh? No. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Shem? Interesting. Oh, and shout out, and, and Rob Christie. Sorry, I mentioned him too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, well, the Breakfast Club in New York City, I've always been a big fan of their show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and quite honestly, you guys, like I grew up listening to you guys when I was right. in university. Um, and, and, and this radio station, Kiss 92.5, like I, you know, massive fan of the station since it's, uh, since it's, uh, inception. So yeah, yeah. I think that the, I'm trying to remember who the, like the first couple DJs were in this city anyway, that I thought was cool because when I was younger, you didn't really have access like every now and then, like you could, you could, you could hear there was for a brief period of time, Stern was on one of the stations in Buffalo 
when I was younger. And then you could sometimes get it. And it just sounded so weird and different. And I kind of dug that a well, little bit. Well, for you, what, wasn't it Wally Crowder back in the sure, 50s? I don't even know who that is, Maury. Wow. I don't even know who Are that sure is. It's not I don't even you? know who you're talking Every about right time now. You got these old-ass references? You're I'm the like, one that looks old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but, but you, Walter Crowder? I have, Wally no, Crowder. I have no idea what the hell you're even talking <laughs> okay. about, man. I gotta look up on YouTube real quick and see if I can find something. What is it, Wally? Yeah, Wally Crowder. Um, but but uh, CRK. Let's see. But for a very brief period of time, um, in I guess it would have been the early 90s, uh, when I was still in high school, there was a station in, in Toronto that was an AM station. It was 640. And for a really brief period of time, they were called the Hog. Yeah, and uh, AM six forty, yeah, yeah. AM six forty, the Hog, yeah. and uh, and and I think Tarzan Dan was on that yep. station, wasn't he? He did that with the sound effect of the zipper. Yeah, and I, and I found Tarzan Dan to be fascinating. Like I never wanted to be like a DJ, and I and I certainly didn't want to be a DJ that sounded like Tarzan Dan because I could just not, I just couldn't do that. That wasn't sort of me. I didn't have that energy level, and um, but he was fascinating to me just because of the energy level, and it like again, it was the same thing when I used to sort of hear Stern on, on AM from Buffalo, like Tarzan Dan just sounded different to me. And I, that's sort of what I was attracted to. Um, and then is there anybody else that I, Jesse and Jean? Uh, no, I never really listened to Jesse. For a B and they said, what are we going to do with this guy? I said, give him the morning show. <laughs> Nobody else wanted to get up. And Wally. that is how Wally Crowder began. Oh, is it a news story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Jesse and Jesse and Gene uh, for a bit. That was a little, like they were a little bit past my time when I was, oh. I don't think I was in high school when they were, when they were around. Pete and Geats? Never heard of them. Okay. <laughs> That sounds like a lit show. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Geeks. I don't know. Uh, a lot of people really liked Humble and Fred, and um, I just never liked my my thing with Humble and Fred was they were just on a station. Like I was never a CFNY fan uh, when I was younger. Just musically, it just didn't. I, I wasn't really into that station. So so I never uh, really listened to Humble and Fred. And then I met Humble and Fred years ago. Um, and they were doing something for this for this company, and, but the weed only bums around. Oh, sorry, and they were really cool. I really, I really have a lot of respect for Humble and Fred. They've been around for a long time, but but I never like I didn't. It's like I can't say that I grew up listening to that show because I just didn't because just musically it just wasn't something that I was um, interested in. But uh, but yeah, no, I think just I think guys like I think guys like that that anybody who sort of stuck around and and toughed it out and, and kept a partnership going for a real long time because there was a lot of great shows that people loved were the the, the they couldn't stand each other. And then the, the shows just implode over mm -hmm. time, right? Pete and Geats were the funniest back in the day. Okay, well, let's find out. I found okay. a Pete and Geats video. Oh, okay. By invitation only from uh, Cable 10, Mississauga. And we have a lot of guests, a lot of people to talk to a little later this morning. How do you feel, Gates? I feel A-OK, -okay, Pete. How do you feel? I feel a little cold right now, but uh, the sun's coming up. No, that's the camera lights. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what year is that from? That says that was April 26, 1986. 1986. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I do not remember. Remember, um, uh, Pete, Pete and Geats. Pete, it's two guys, Pete and Geats. Yes, that's right. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Uh, I don't remember those guys. Uh, Pete, Melissa says so here oh. when Geats would like oh, God, they wanted to. More. Here we go. Okay, the Pete and Geats biographer over here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. what happened? There were times where I guess they were on vacation or something like that, but then Geats would come in and pretend to be somebody else on the radio, and he would be fill in the cousin of Ramada. Get it? What's Ramada? Ramada, the hotel. Like, fill in 
I in the, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Hilarious. Hilarious, man. Why aren't they still on the radio? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Melissa says here, uh, if someone said Jesus. that they would give you $1 million if you could replicate the house you grew up in, could you do it? Down to the placement of the fridge and cutlery drawer. I didn't grow up in a house, though. Like, I don't have that, like, family home. We moved around you moved so a much. lot. Yeah, we moved so much. Well, could huh? you replicate one? Like, to a T? Like, no, 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 no. And no, what era are we no. talking? Like, because... When you, when you were a kid, like, let, let's say your formative, formative years. Let's say between where you lived between you were, like, 7 and 13. Oh, easily, because my parents still live in the same you house still, now. There you same. go. So you that would be the same chef thing. Same, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, like, everything is still there. They only recently, like, in the past year, mm. uh, they uh, redid the kitchen. Really? But still, like, everything is kind of, like, in the same place. I've lived in houses facelift. I've lived in houses where if you forced me, I couldn't even tell you where the kitchen was. Really? No. Wow. No, 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 no. No no idea. No, or where my bedroom was. Like, uh-huh. where, like, up the stairs, was it to the right or to the left? No idea. There no was clue. Uh, one house. It was our very first house after my parents moved from the apartment building. Yeah. And it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a townhouse, or it was a semi at least. And in my mind, I remember exactly, or I thought I remember exactly what the house looked like. Yeah. And then I went on to, um, what's that site? Uh, is it House Sigma? You know where you sure. can see yeah, yeah. like the history of buyers and like the pictures yeah. and like the, the newly renovated latest version of this house? Yeah. Like it's all updated, but I swear it looks the same, really? almost the same as how I remember growing up as a kid. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's see. That's I don't have that. I don't have and I and I sort of. There's a part of me that wishes that I do. I know my mom felt real bad about moving us around, and she has reasons, of course, for you know why they did it. It's just they weren't antsy or anything like that. Uh, but I kind of liked it. I liked that we had different houses all the time. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Right, different like, adventures. Yeah, it was diff- it was different adventures, different neighborhoods, different backyards. Like yeah. I kind of dug it. Like different basements where my brother and I always used to hang out. Um, there was one house that we lived in where I. Was in bands at the time and my dad built us this soundproof studio mm-hmm. in the basement and so we could have the drums there and all the amps and everything else and we would go in it was like a windowless room with all soundproofing inside the walls and outside the walls oh, so it was sick. it was this fortress that we that would that he built for us and um Friends of mine used to, it just became an orgy room, right? Like, like <laughs> friends of mine, friends of mine used to come over like with their girlfriends yeah. and just like go in. Yeah. Let me use, let me, can I use the room? Yeah. People were like, can I use, they were like, can I use the studio? Oh. And I was like, yeah, go ahead. Use the studio. And then they would just go in and you couldn't hear anything. Uh-huh. Right? Nothing at all. And we had cool lighting in there and everything because it was like a rock and roll room. Yeah. You couldn't hear anything in there. How did it smell after, though? What's, oh, it always smelled. <laughs> it was a band rehearsal oh, yeah, beforehand, yeah. right? Sweaty all like, the time. Sweat, uh, all the time. And, and, and one whole wall was mirrors, too. Oh, my God. No wonder they wanted right? that room. Oh, dude. And <laughs> handprints all over the walls and stuff like that, right? And this would go on when my parents were upstairs. If it didn't seem like so weird and awkward yeah. i always thought like how cool would it be to go back to the house that you grew up in or the house that you lived in at one point yeah. and ask the owners hey can i look around i did that yeah did you really i went uh yeah to the house that um my legal guardian susie raised me in in kensington market we went to visit 
the house and see what it looked like inside. And she says it hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody suggested that to me after my book came out because I talked about living in all those different places. They were like, hey, listen, why don't we put like a half hour together and we'll do like a special where you can just go to all the houses because there's like 15 of them. Yeah. Um, from the time that I was real little. It's just too much work. Who wants, yeah, to, yeah, do? Yeah. Who wants to do that? It really right? isn't that much yeah. work. There's two houses in particular that we grew up in. The one that I just told you about and yeah. then like another one not too far from uh, where we work here. The, did you have an orgy room? Uh, no. No. Can confidently say that <laughs> that room did not exist in our home. Uh, Emily says here, oh, when can you we, can sneeze... We go, can we what? just... The guy's been on hold for a while if you want to quickly do the call. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, head back to the phone then. Hello, Chris. How are you? It's Razamoka. The boys, how's it going? Hey, Good, man. buddy. All right, what's your, your comment or your question? <laughs> All right, so I wanted to put it out there. Um, is car flirting a thing? Did you say car flirting? Car flirting. So okay. let me break it down. Yeah, please. So, okay. So I was traveling home on the 407 from Bowmanville a few days ago. To where? And, going where? Uh, going to Markham. Okay. Okay. So we're going across the top. And uh, I, me and this girl that I was, I was passing by this car and me and this good looking girl caught eyes, smiled. And then for the next 30 kilometers, we kind of played leapfrog. It was like, you know, I would get in the passing lane oh. as we pass each other. We would catch eyes and smile. Then I'd get back in the middle lane. She would pull in the passing lane, get up beside me, do the same thing. And it just continued all the way till I got off that baby. So I was like, it can't just be me. This must happen. Like She didn't get off with you? She didn't fall in no, off? No, unfortunately not. She, she motored on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you want to know if that is, if that's a thing. <clears throat> Car is flirting. happening on the roads out there? Yeah. Car flirting. I've never, I can confidently say I've never been in that situation. No. I'm shocked if Roz says no. Um, my, I will say this, my windows are black. Uh-huh. They are super tinted. Like, you cannot see in the side of my truck. So I've never car flirted. Now, um, with the windows down, like sometimes, like I'll, even on the, like the 401, I'll drive my windows down because I just love the wind and the chaos sure. and stuff blowing around everywhere. Um, I have had times where somebody has sort of like looked over and then done a double take or whatever. And it could be perceived as flirting, but it also just be somebody may recognize you sure. or somebody may just be curious or somebody's looking at you like, why are you driving with your window? Because nobody drives with their windows well, down on the highway anymore. You ever notice that? Because well, it hurts every, your ears. Everybody's all locked up with the AC on where I am like windows down, mm-hmm. like music up, like my, everything is loud yeah. where, I, where I am, right? Um, so I would say, yes, car flirting is a thing. Is it successful like on a highway? I think maybe at a stoplight. Shem, you ever flirted with somebody at a stoplight? Mm-hmm. Man, I drive a Kia, dude. I, there's no, there is no flirting no? at a Kia, what, man. What about the Kia Forte XL? No. Come on, what, even? what about with somebody else in a Kia? No? No. I'm not, listen, I've had very unsexy cars in my life. Right. I, had a, I had a 2000 Buick LeSabre, which is just <laughs> looks huge. huge. <laughs> not sexy at all. And now this little tiny Kia. So, but, but Chris, I, would, I would say at the stoplight is where, like in the city streets, is where the flirting sh- would happen, not on the highway. Probably. But Chris, in this situation, do you think it was was it because your eyes kind of caught and you both found each other attractive, or do you think both like your car and her car had something to do with it as well? I think it was just the attraction from the first glance, yeah. and it, it kind of carried on. We kept wanting to catch another glimpse. So, did you way. at any point? think like maybe i should catch up to her and signal to like hey i want to get your number or anything like that see that's where i felt the creep factor came in so i just kind of enjoyed it and exited and that was it 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I guess maybe it is a thing. I, I would say I would say that the definitely car flirting is a thing. Um how to transition from just simple flirting into something more i think is very difficult very difficult car accident yeah you have to run her off the road or something (laughs) bumper then y'all have each other's information yeah yeah you know where you should do this is like out in the middle of nowhere (laughs) at night yeah (laughs) yeah that's when you that's when you should do it yeah yeah chris all the best man Sorry you, Thanks, lost, sorry you lost the love of your life. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Later, dude. Later. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Emily says here, when you sneeze in private, nobody's around, like in your car. Do you still cover your mouth and say, excuse me? No, I don't cover my mouth when I sneeze anyway. I do. I still cover, like, with my... It's just habit, I guess. You know, the move where you sneeze into your into your elbow, and your arm? Yeah. yeah, I do that. At home, you do that? All the time. If yeah, you're it's alone? Just, yeah. yeah, it's just habit. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, not me. I turn my head to the side oh. and just point it at the big part of the room. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this particle's flying. Yeah, man. <laughs> It'll disperse. It's my house. <laughs> no. And, I, and I'm a loud sneezer, too. And yeah. then and then when you sneeze, the cat makes a noise, which is oh, real no. sweet. Yeah. Like a nice noise or like, oh, God. No, you go, I, like, you go, ah, chew, and the cat goes, tick, 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 tick. Oh. And, then you, and then I go, thank you, Birdie. And she goes, tick, 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 tick. And, so and then she talks to you for a couple minutes, which is real sweet. Uh, but no, I, I don't cover, I cover up at home. I yeah. covered up at the grocery store the other day when I sneezed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just did the arm thing, like where you do go up and then I and then I but then I'm always paranoid that I'm gonna have booger on my like sleeve, oh. right? Oh, that's and the then worst. what do I and then what do I do with that? Right? Ugh. Yeah. I, I sneezed. Boy, put on a can. Oh god. I <laughs> then I gotta buy toilet paper. Like it's a whole it's, I uh sorry I, sneezing is so inconvenient. Yeah. Me. Did I ever did I ever tell you the story? Okay, so um one of the did I I maybe I did tell the story. I'll tell it again though. Um so a good friend of mine is a guy named Paul Cook who does mornings we talked about radio earlier. He does these the, the all news station, six eighty. And I've known him since the 90s. We've been friends and have worked together. And there was a time where I wasn't feeling well, right? And he was sitting in his uh, in his chair. We shared an office together and he was sitting in his chair. And it wasn't a sneeze, but it was just like, you know when you have like one of those just like incredibly quick coughs? Yeah. Like it's just like, like when you're not feeling well, uh-huh. right? And I had a bit of a chest infection, and I was standing in front of him and we were having a conversation and I had one of those coughs, uh-huh. right? And something came up and out, out of my, out of my lungs. Yeah. And it shot five feet across yep. the room yep. and literally was hanging on his bottom lip. <laughs> <laughs> It was hanging on his bottom. It was hanging on his bottom lip. He was lip, patient zero. Right? Yeah, he was hanging on his bottom lip, and oh, and both of us, and both of us at the exact same time, didn't know what to do. Like, in a because in a situation like that, I am like, is it my responsibility to clean that off? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You do take I your hand, get you something? Wipe it. Do I get something and then wipe it? With because, your hand, like because, in your finger. 
or something. What if, what if you schmear, oh right? And then some goes inside. Ah, um, so, so, so he had a napkin, I remember, right? Yeah. And then he reached up and grabbed, because he didn't know what hit him, right? Yeah. So he reached up and grabbed it and then opened, then put the napkin in front of him and opened it up to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That wasn't the worst part. The worst part was yeah. I had to tell him he didn't get it all. Oh, <laughs> there, was <more. laughs> there was more. It was, yeah. He forgot Bro. the part that had dripped, like that. Oh, no. hung, hung a little bit. Yeah, so so that that's is so that's one of my worst memories, and I was hadn't even worked with him for a very long oh. time at all. Like I was pretty new, and I just felt so <gasps> terrible, like so terrible. But it was a perfect shot, like right in the center of his bottom lip. Ew. How did you not like, write that in your memoir? Right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That would have been a, story. a little bit hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, we'll end on this question here from Mark who said, uh, who taught you how to iron clothes? I'll make it simple. It was my mother. Yeah, I think my mom. Oh, de- my mom. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. My mom. Oh, my dad for me, for sure. Your dad? My dad. My dad to this day tries to um, iron my stuff because he thinks I doesn't. I don't do it properly. What? Um, yeah, he still does. You don't iron your shirt properly. You can't do this. So if you show up, if you go to their house to visit and oh. you're wearing a shirt that's still oh. wrinkly. Take it off. Take the shirt off. Let me iron this properly. No. <laughs> constantly. Constantly. Yeah, that's so funny. And I'll be, listen, I'm not the greatest at ironing like dress shirts for some reason. I struggle with that. But my dad like irons jeans and stuff. Yeah. weird. weird. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of ironing Mogan jeans. and I used yeah. to talk about this all the time. We were huge jean ironers yeah. back from yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. You had to because jeans, when they didn't have elastic in them, could look come out of the dryer like like warped. Oh. Like you had to iron. <laughs> like now, piece of paper. now jeans because of the elastic in them, they all come out of the dryer fine. Yeah. Right? There's no there's no problem. Maury, who taught you how to do you know how to iron? I no one's taught me and I never have. No one you've never ironed anything? No. Wow. Not I, even like Matthew, like at home, if you guys are going out and you Matthew wear, irons. I've never shirt? I've never ironed. Does he iron your clothes though? Yes. Your shirts? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I steam. I have a steamer at home. You know, we got one yeah. like years ago. Yeah. Never used it. Why? I don't know. You just don't like the steamer? It. I do, but we just never used it. I it's don't know. It's much why. easier on your clothes than ironing. Ours yeah. leaked First all over the all. floor. Why? I don't know. And then so we threw it out. Oh, there's a problem with it, or you're not using it right, or uh-huh. whatever. But no, I have, a, I, have one of those, I have one of those steamers that has like the pole that comes up with the hook, and you put yeah. the hanger on it with your clothes. We have one of those too. And you have the canister on the bottom, and, yeah. you, and you just steam. I love the steamer. Love it. I'll do it outside, though, because it gets too uh, too moist on the oh, inside. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll bring it in the backyard and, oh, uh, yeah, and just, and just steam some stuff. Room. Catherine and I did a photo shoot uh, last summer. And I had the steamer out on the deck with a clothes rack, and I just steamed everything, and then just let the the wind sort of dry, dry the dry the oh, dry the moisture. But yeah, steaming to me is like Maybe for me, it's better than ironing. Steamer. For me, it's better than ironing. I much okay. prefer steaming. I want one of those for my face. What a steamer? Yeah, you can buy them. I know. I want one. They're good ones, man. Yeah, Shoppers like the because like when anytime I get my the I guess the shave or something, they put the steamer on your face, and it's really nice. Right? Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not a fan. Uh, there you go. Thank you for all of your questions and That's your it. comments. That is a wrap on another Ask Roz and Mocha. Feel free to share this episode with your friends, anyone that you think uh, may enjoy 
the stuff that we are talking about here. And keep an eye on Instagram, at Kiss925, where we post a picture once a week and uh, pull the questions from there, from the comment section there, and invite two of you to join us on the show. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Can we book Paul Cook on the next one no. to tell the same no. story? It's no, you think, no, I'm hoping he forgot that long No, ago. we need to see if he remembers. No. We have to get Paul no. Cook on. I guarantee no, he probably erased that from his don't, don't, I just don't want to. I don't want to have memory. a conversation yeah, with him. I already so told gross. the story. I don't need to hear from his perspective. <laughs> with that news voice. No, I don't need to hear from his perspective at all. No, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.